two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. All right. Yes. We are a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast has commenced, commencement speech, um, and we welcome Julia, who, uh, you know, the the design world is uh, is interesting to me, and I was thinking, like, you have these different patterns, like plaid, argyle, paisley, and at some point, somebody invented those, right? Right. Like, certain plaids, like, have names, like a... A black watch is like a specific kind of plaid. Right. I think they were like like family related. Like you have a family crest, but you also have your own like tartan. Interesting. Because I, I was wondering like somebody made those up and then they're pretty much just free to use. Like nobody who invented these things are getting like royalties on this, right? Right. I mean, some of that might have to do with like how long ago they were invented, uh. like maybe pre- um, pre-pandemic you know, <laughs> like free like patent okay um right pattern right. before people like were like you have to sign this nda before i'll show you anything that right I do because i feel like they were artists who i mean i feel like even picasso and those old guys were getting paid for that art or maybe they weren't i have no idea but like these pattern people who just like oh i can just go get a paisley piece of cloth and i'm just gonna use it and do whatever i want with it like Who's, you know, John Paisley, give his family, you know, $30 million. Well, I mean, that could have been it at some point. Like, yeah, like there's like a special, like there's one factory that makes all the Paisley and those people are making money because they, uh, they produce it all until somebody else, I guess, comes along and, and, uh, you know, it, it becomes like a feud situation right i mean but bob herringbone doesn't get paid every time somebody makes a pair of herringbone (laughs) pants i don't believe so i don't know who bob is affiliate if he's affiliated with the original herringbone (laughs) pattern or if he's just someone you're right you know (laughs) that's the only reason he doesn't get the money if he had been affiliated with that those exact herringbones he would but he just doesn't have yeah he's he's just an unrelated (laughs) herringbone he's just He's not from the pattern herring bones. Right. right. Is it I don't even know if that's considered a is that more of a uh, a weave uh than a yeah. you know the pattern of the like that you're of the ilk that you're talking about? Right. Like it's not printed, it's more like yeah, the way the fabric is woven. But Okay. But it, it's still we won't have to cut it out of the conversation, right? It's no. close. <laughs> <to that. Yeah. laughs> it's still applicable. Like, you know, someone still had to come up with it. Right. And I don't know if they're if they or their descendants are getting credit, probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. If I met Bob Herringbone, I wouldn't even be impressed, you know? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's too normalized for you. Yeah, it's just, it's it becomes like a, a public, you know, it's all, it's all like all of ours. We all own patterns for whatever reason. It's right. not, yeah, you came up with a pattern, but sorry. It's on all these pants now and... I'm not, you can't have it back at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, like a braid, like someone came up with that, but it's not a hairstyle that like anyone has like 
rights to. That's true. Yeah, I'm trying to like separate the stuff that you can create, call it art, get paid for, and then the stuff that just belongs to everybody. Like, sorry, braids, everybody's. You can't, you know. Yeah, you can't like even try to say that you were the first person to do that. Right. We just we've decided these ten things: braids, paisley, herringbone. <laughs> um, yeah. Are are shoes going to get bulkier before they go back down to thin? Like uh, <laughs> style wise, it seems to be going that way. Bulkier before back to small. Yeah. Well, there's just like a lot of skinny women wearing super bulky shoes. Yeah, it is a real study in like just forcing something into fashion. Like I'm even now convinced that those big bulky white shoes are good looking. Like because you've just, seen them so much. It's been yeah. drilled into me. Yeah, like I'm just like, all right, I guess they win. I, I think, OK, this looks good now. But I didn't start that way. Yeah. What's that? A whole uh, does that go in the Hall of uh, Fame phenomenon wise? You know, being tricked into liking something just from having it shoved down your throat. That's the way the radio works, right? I mean, oh, yeah. it's like exposure. Exposure, right? Exposure therapy. You know, just that you go to therapy and have the doctor just show you pictures of those white shoes for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't hate them anymore. But like, is that, that's different than the zeitgeist though. Like the zeitgeist is more like spontaneously in like multiple cities different people are coming up with similar ideas right. around the same time. Videos of the shoes you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, what you said, definitely correctly. Um, uh, but yeah, not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's possible too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Exposure therapy for shoes. Could we come to find that that, you know, does end up, I don't know, just weird, you know, there's like alternative medicine and like, oh yeah, if you like hold this piece of plant up to you, your uh, poison ivy goes away. Ironically, it is poison ivy that cures it. No. Um, like the placebo effect. Sure. Like some, some, some uh, therapist just claims that showing this big picture of white shoes will help your depression. And then like that in itself is its own exposure thing where like, that idea was drilled into the people that they th started thinking, yeah, white shoes are the answer to all my prayers. Picture-wise, I don't want to wear them. But maybe you're just being tricked into that because, like, you're not bummed out by, like, these, like, giant white shoes anymore that you oh, see all the time. Right. You, you present someone a problem, convince them it's not a problem, then all their other problems slowly go away because they were, for, they were momentarily focused on this new problem that they yeah. now don't have. Yeah, it's like some misdirection. Yeah. Like, focus on this other thing so that white shoes don't bother you anymore. <laughs> focus on this uh, slightly off-white shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that a... That's not a quite a wing of a hospital, do you think, Tup? Or that's more of a, a college uh, area of study? What What are you guys talking about? <laughs> what shoes are you guys talking about? Is there some new, like, uh, shoe fad that I... Oh. There's, like, big... Big giant like platform shoes okay. or something or what do we got going? Yeah, so sorry, got to back this up. Yeah, yeah, like big sort of like I would almost call them like futuristic like looking sneakers 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they like hashtag TikTok uh, leggings of, of <laughs> shoes? <laughs> I yes. don't know what you're talking about now. <laughs> like, so Skechers has them. No. Fila. Uh, okay. So I think <laughs> we're talking about a, a graduate uh, study program. No, we're talking about <laughs> a shoe graduation process. We're like, I think the entry level are these like Fila and Skechers bulky white tennis shoes. And then okay. they graduate. I think I've seen those. Yeah, which have yeah. become. I think it started with the sarcasm. The sarcasm. I almost did a uh, the sarcasm. The sarcasm. A chasm was something. A schism. Mm. Chasm. Anyway, the shoes. What are we talking about here? Um, well, I think what you're saying, like, <laughs> someone came out with some shoes that had like really like sneakers specifically mm-hmm. or tennis shoes, depending on the region that you're from, and they they're like thick white soles. Maybe even kind of like bulk out around the sides a little bit. And like the yeah. sole itself is like part of the design. It's not just like the bottom of the shoe. And I mean, I know when I first saw them, I was like, what is this? But they're they're kind of everywhere now. Like maybe you haven't noticed stuff because they're just everywhere. Like it's like right. already normalized. You didn't even notice it was happening to you. Yeah. I think it's more likely that I just haven't left the house uh, in a very long time. Okay, um, that's fair. But yeah, the sarcasm I was... Man, I did it again. The sarcasm <laughs> I was... Uh, <laughs> John Paul sarcasm. Um, the sarcasm I was uh, talking about was... I think it originated with ha-ha, like dad shoes. Those big, bulky, white New Balances that the dads mow the lawn in. Totally. And people were like, ha-ha, wouldn't it be funny if we wore these as fashion? And like, sure, that, there's some funny, you know, I don't mind a, uh, a joke here and there. Sure, that's funny. Go ahead. And then here we are with this being the real deal fashion. Right. Like it's sort of like street style. Like look how like norm core, like we're just, we don't even care about fashion. And then that became fashionable. Yeah, right. I think that that's a little bit my story where like I think I was making a concerted effort not to participate in fashion. And then... Somebody hits you with, oh, normie, norm. Co-. I'm like, what? No, I'm not. I'm not participating in this. You guys can't do this. Don't do this to me. I didn't do anything. <laughs> normie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're uh, a normie. It, I'm like, oh, I am. I, I was trying not to do anything. I guess that's that's what makes you one. OK. All right. <laughs> All right. So you. Yeah. You can't escape getting being in some kind of a label. You're you found your tribe and you weren't even trying to. Right. Uh, so you're. So you're at the cutting edge of fashion as a norm core. Uh, you're an, a fashion icon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, by accident. No, I think the only way you could call me that is because I'm the only guy to ever wear uh, Croc boat shoes. And in that process, all around me, the other type of Crocs have become equally popular with these bulky whites. Oh, yeah. Like those were definitely something that everyone was making fun of, like, you know, like they're they're nerdy, they're dad shoes, or like, you know, and then they've kind of like trashy. Yeah. Like Walmart creature type shoe wear, like haha, like you guys are all wearing them now. Get right. out of town. And then I think like chefs started wearing them. Yes, and that's when it all went then, wrong. The, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, I feel like it's like, oh, comfort is cool. Like then there's like the this sort of like it that filters out into I don't know like oh this person's an innovator and they wear these shoes right. so like other like people who make stuff want to wear those shoes I mean right. it's like I feel like the same thing happened with Birkenstocks yes may I speak chef 
Yes, you may. Your Crocs are ugly. <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't. I, as soon as you said chef, I couldn't get my mind off of that. May I speak chef stuff? Do you know about that? No. So that's apparently like maybe in maybe the restaurant, you know, shout out to uh, Indochine. Maybe they would be the type of restaurant that you have to ask the chef if you can speak. Oh. Like because the chef's so focused making the thing. Right. You don't want to interrupt their right. flow. May I speak, chef? Is it about my Crocs again? <laughs> 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 no, I swear. All right. Yes, go ahead. Your Crocs suck. I quit. No. Um. <laughs> That's interesting. Is that like, uh, what? How do you, how have you come across that, may I speak, chef? Is that I think like, uh, Skelts Gordon told us Ramsey about that. type thing? Yeah, Skelts, okay. Skelts was talking to Gordon Ramsay. Um, <laughs> no, our friend Skelts, coming from the restaurant business, um, I think told us about uh, May I Speak Chef, and maybe also uh, my brother-in-law, Steve. Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. If it was just Skelts, I would accuse it of the possibility of just the chefs that he worked with just hating telling him, him that that's, <laughs> that's yeah, how Yeah, just goes. telling him, yeah, <laughs> sorry, you have to do this thing. You have to say... Uh, Chef master, please, can I speak or whatever? And right. Oh, yeah, it's just the way it is in the industry. Right. Skelts took that to every restaurant he ever worked at. And people are like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, interesting. All right. Uh, yeah. So chefs are wearing Crocs. Chefs no, are wearing no, Crocs please. is the takeaway from that. Uh, chefs should be wearing the Skechers, Fila's big bulky whites. But that'll uh, that'll have to be for later. Um is popcorn the most magical food we know of? It's going through a, a scientific and psychological uh, change right before our eyes. No, it's it's changing, though. Like, that's, I mean, that's the childbirth of food, I think. Popcorn. <laughs> like, that's oh the, like, it's the childbirth or butterfly. The butterfly effect. That's ah. what it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the somebody should really check into what's going on in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do we? Yeah, I think it is the um, the childbirth butterfly butterfly of food. I, I couldn't think of a more magical food if I tried. Well, is it? I mean, any food that you're cooking is like going through something. But like, is it because like popcorn? It happens like all of a sudden. That could be. And you know, as you say that, one other food kind of like throws their name in the hat, but doesn't even scratch the surface of popcorn. Starting with a huge pile of spinach. And cooking it down into a tiny little thing. Yeah, that's like the opposite. It's like right. That's it's oh right. Not magical. That's it's... like shoving a baby back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cutting the wings off of a butterfly and yes, and hope hoping that it's a caterpillar again. It's like, <laughs> right. It's just a, it's a dead butterfly. Stay right here. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a bummer. That is. I I couldn't. Is there another magical food out there that we've been Probably just some other kind of like thing that does that. Oh, there's popcorn, but there's also this like other type of, and it's it's basically like a cheating answer. Okay, that counts as popcorn to me. Mm -hmm. That like all of a right. sudden is like something more spectacular than it was like a minute right. ago. I mean, I don't know if this really works, but like like a lobster, you put it in the pot, and like pretty quickly it's cooked. It comes out and it's like this bright red color. That's fair. That's like. That looks appetizing, whereas like the way it went in, like yeah. not so much. I like this. I think that you know that stuff inside of it was goo before the uh, the hot water hardened it. So I think that's that's halfway magical. I mean, where you cook a steak, I feel like 
That was always steak, just sitting in the store. It was never an animal. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but my point being, like, wasn't that stuff in lobster just like, you know, gooey insides? Like, what I feel like when you, if you happen to see a broken crab claw or a lobster claw, it's basically like a transparent liquid. It's basically turning water into lobster, which I'll give that the greatest miracle ever. Oh, I'm not sure if I've ever seen that. Yeah. But Turn I water into wine. Word for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus turned uh, lobster goo into lobster meat. Yeah. I mean, I was talking about the outside of the lobster. It like, goes from like brown to like bright red. But that's yeah. true. <laughs> that is, you know, from a visual perspective, that yeah. is maybe the most like talk about like one of those, uh, you know, bar rescue or like home re home makeover type of situations. Like that's a heck of a makeover for the lobster. Like, sorry, it had to pass away, but you look a lot better red, my friend. I got to tell you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think that's at least, what is that? Some little um, piece of solace to their family. They went out like aesthetically pleasing i would say so yeah if they got to see it i don't think a lot of them get the chance to see it. see their uh makeover uh results you know oh yeah mm-hmm. animal makeovers are there is there enough of that that out there on on animal planet or oh animal planet hgtv mashup channel i think oh make animal makeovers you know you put an addition on an animal <laughs> build a porch <laughs> like haircuts and dye jobs and and i think maybe adding those wheels to the back of a dog when they don't really need it Aww. no god no <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly dog wise i think there's a lot undiscovered let's 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 get into it here like i feel like we are just doing our best guess as to what dogs want to hear from us you know the the dog voice there might be some undiscovered way of talking to dogs that just is foolproof works just cuts right to the chase in every situation and we just haven't guessed it yet mm, nah. Tub, please perform for me your best <laughs> guess as to what <laughs> i think i mean i feel like it's so like case by case like there's just some dogs that like are easier to train than others like breed wise Yes, I think that's definitely the case. Like some dogs are just more independent and some are like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. Right. Just people pleasing dogs. <laughs> and I mean, I, I, as I say this, I don't even think I've even done my, my full on like dog voice in front of Julia. Like, I'm, you know, I'm waiting <laughs> to pull that out and waiting for a special moment. just like waiting to feel safe enough or what no i also like i think wesley is awfully awfully person like he's an awful dog no (laughs) he's sometimes he can be he can be he's a he's a beast um (laughs) i think wesley is very person like so like i haven't had the occasion to like where i felt like he deserves like this babyish dog voice like i want to talk to you like a uh man to man here yeah you know yeah, I mean, he's, my dog is definitely, um, I'd give him like, you know, maybe like a four or five year old child. Yes. Like, you know, okay. you could. He's got a mature kind of vibe for a dog. Right. Like he can be reasoned with and like, he's opinionated. Like yes. he'll, he'll let you know if he's not into it. Um, yeah. But like, he's complex. <laughs> he is. He's, he's a total okay. genius. Like. He's a like a manipulative genius in that just like cute ways. Like 
He's really good at like seeming really busy where at the moment you want to sit down in the exact place you want to sit down. Like he'll be like looking over. And then as soon as you want to go sit down, like he starts a project right where you want to sit. Like he's absolutely brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you think that's brilliant. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's like a weird way of getting attention. He's a twisted genius. Yeah. Like he's, (laughs) you know, I, I, I give him a lot of credit. I really do. For, for sure a dog, right? He's for sure a dog. He's definitely a dog. I mean, I've joked okay, that he's yeah. like a hybrid of something else, but like he'll like find ways to get you to do something. Like, I'll, like he has like a specific bark of like my my ball has rolled under the sofa. I need you to get it for me. Yes. And like mm. I appreciate that, but he's also like used it to try to just get me into a different room because <laughs> he like wants me to open the door so he can go like go outside. Like, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. He's, you lied to me. Basically. Yeah. You said the ball was under the couch yeah, and there's a not liar. even a ball. Yeah. There's not even a ball no. in here. It's yeah. just, you know, that I'll come help you with your problem if you bark in this specific kind of way. Yeah. Like I'm wow. getting trained. He's training me. Right. <laughs> he gets, he gets really pissed when you leave. Like I'll just have to go home for the night and he's hates me. Like he's like, Oh, you mother, like, he's ready to, like, kick my ass for leaving. Like, he's so mad. (laughs) But he'll try different strategies. Like, he gets mad, then he'll, like, whine a little bit, then he'll, like, wrap his legs around your leg like a koala. He'll try to physically keep you. Like, he just starts to see the, like, motions happening of, like, somebody's about to leave. And he starts trying to tackle people to the ground to keep him from leaving. (laughs) (laughs) This 12-pound dog is, trying to take peter down yeah it's quite a sight and like he's not i mean it's worth a shot because he's he's getting some work in like he's and he's doing that thing where you know somebody's leg is tightly they're standing up and it's tightly uh locked in yeah straight locked into like knee position come up and like tap that out so you like you know fall for it like just (laughs) like (laughs) sink down for a second yeah like lose your stability for yeah he's like really genius total genius yeah yeah and, uh, like, he really hates skateboards. Like, it's, like, mm. pathological. He'll bark at them. He's he's not, like, and he doesn't let it go. Like, as long as he can, like, the guy could be, like, a few blocks away. If he can still kind of hear it, he's still, like, you know, letting everybody else know that it's not cool with him that there are skateboarders around. But, like, he'll hear, like, you know, like, the sound that sounds like a skateboard. Like, but it's someone with, like, a rolling suitcase. And he'll, like, be about to bark. And then he's, like, ah. Oh. No, I'm fine. <laughs> you guys are okay. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a suitcase. It's not a not you suitcase. Support. Fellas are okay by me. <laughs> yeah. Then they start riding the suitcase. He goes and attacks them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's the part he's having a problem with. It's like, yeah, like going too fast. He thinks or, they're doing it wrong. Maybe he's like, you guys are doing it wrong. You, you know, get on it and ride that thing, you idiots. I think the the skateboards. I kind of side with Wesley on this. I I think. I don't have a problem with people wanting to ride skateboards, but then in, in real life, when you ride the skateboard, the ground's not smooth enough. It's, it's yeah. too bumpy. It doesn't sound comfortable. It sounds like mm-hmm. just too bumpy. I'm with you. Yeah. Like, especially streets. I mean, it's a, it's a nails on a chalkboard kind of situation, like a little bit more pleasing yes. than that, but it's, it's up in that where it's like, that's a big scratch sound. You guys can't be enjoying that. Right, you're rumbling too much. Don't I mean a brand new asphalt 
put throw oh. me on a skateboard, blowing my head off. Everything's Boy, great. Absolutely, I, I, yeah. Feed me my but, favorite sandwich. Put me on roller skates in a church hall with tile. Yep. <laughs> blow my head right off. I'll be the happiest guy. That there is like some type of satisfaction, like you know, scissors into construction paper level. Oh yeah. Um, of you know, roller skates on tile. Boy. Yes, and and that a skateboard too. I'm I'm with you on that. I'll throw me a, yeah skateboard, brand new asphalt. But that's not what they're out there doing. No, they're out there no. rumbling around <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Wesley, I think is uh, he's he should be something. yeah city councilman. Get rid of the skateboarders. Yeah, yes, the first city councilman who has any kind of an interesting thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are of all the things we're pro, we are an anti-city councilman podcast, are we not top? We are. Yeah. <laughs> we, we absolutely are. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to say it. We <laughs> it's what we're famous for. Current events are not a big friend of the podcast at all, but uh, I wanted to get your take Julia on the Nevermind baby uh, lawsuit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I feel like I've seen all these like posts on Instagram about it. And I keep just like sort of scrolling right past because I mean, my my initial response, I don't want to be insensitive to anyone's trauma, baby. (laughs) But (laughs) I feel like um, I'm like, you're famous for this thing and it's cute and it's cool and it's associated with this like amazing moment in time and i don't know if i'm like being insensitive but that that feels like just let it be it it just you were a baby like naked babies aren't aren't porn they're just naked babies right i think his argument is uh you guys put that dollar in there so now that turned it into like a sexual exploitation thing. Cause I'm like going for the dollar as if like, you know, it's, it's some type of compensation for my nudity. Uh, I might be putting my own ideas into that, but I think it's something along those lines. Okay. Well that, that adds something to it, I guess, but I'm, (laughs) I, 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 I mean, I always just wondered like, how did they get that shot? Like, they just threw this baby in a pool or is it just all like CGI effect? I guess, I don't know if CGI even existed in the early nineties when that all happened, but at least not for underwater like that. Yeah. (laughs) 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 It would have broken all the computers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Computers get wet. Good luck getting a desktop computer to the bottom of that pool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just because they float too. I mean, they're, you could, you don't have to even start anywhere specific with the amount of problems that would cause. Because babies float yeah. or desktop well, Babies computers? do float uh, as based on those like videos of people just throwing their like newborn in the pool and they just turn into like Olympic swimmers before our eyes. Yeah, but that's right. Like, if you got the money in there with them, they will they will stay <laughs> by the, by the <laughs> right. Oh, interesting. That would be like a uh, a nice experiment. Like, at what point do babies? Um, learn what money is no. <laughs> at one point you know money in the swimming pool was an incentive you know julia taught swimming i think how would money put money in the pool maybe just the coins oh throw them in and go dive and oh, get them at the bottom that could like i feel like something shiny could like yeah. maybe like encourage kids to like dive in and get them like i could see like older kids like turning that into a game right 
I mean, like when you're first teaching a child to, to swim, I don't know that money is going to like enter into right, like, just the equation at all. Waving a hundred dollars in front of their face. <laughs> They're just like crying and wishing that their mom was there. But, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I feel like with like kids in pools, like, like shiny stuff or like, w- like wanting to win. I guess that's what money is. Yeah. Winning. So this guy's arguing that he is being paid. Yeah. And in this case, it was compensation for him, his nudity, I guess. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, he was, I think just because of what you said, Julia, that it's considered that, you know, baby nudity is okay. It's not sexually exploitative. Uh, but then he's, his argument is, oh, look, you got me looking like a, like a, you know, I'm prostituting myself in this pool because I'm going after this dollar. I don't really know if that was, I don't know what the message was exactly. Uh, you know, some anti-commercialism message maybe. I, I don't know what the original message was other than make a weird album cover. Yeah, yeah. like look at what our country's doing. Even the babies are mungry, mungry honey. <laughs> Money hungry. Yeah. Yeah, like yep. capitalism has just gone too far. Yeah. Even the babies are jumping in pools to like get a dollar. Right. Okay. Smells like teen yeah. spirit, you know. Yeah. The money does. Yes, After yes, you pull yes. it out of a pool, wet money smells like teen spirit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> does wet money have any distinct smell? Is that like, uh, maybe I'm thinking of like wet blanket. Like, uh, he's an old wet, bl- he's an old wet dollar bill. We could try to get that one going. A bit. It smells terrible. Wet money does smell bad. Okay, I thought there was something to it that. It does, yeah. Huh. I mean, if you get right in there on any kind of money, uh, but like, you know, wetness brings out the smell, the natural smells of most things. So like wet, a wet dog, you know, all right. It's not like there's some kind of chemical reaction. It's just you can really smell the dog when it's wet. And it's just, That's yeah, true. It doesn't smell very right. good. But a wet Wet money. It's money smells terrible. Like if you you know, really start taking a bite out of it, it'll taste no more than a two dollar bill. I would say. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> I mean, I just had the thought. I'm like, doesn't all money just like smell like cocaine? Oh, is that? Right? Oh, I don't, I don't know that's... the smell of cocaine. Okay, yeah, it smells like money. I, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> nice, <laughs> like... nice cover up. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I would just think that at some point there's got to be some overlap of like, is this the smell of money or is this the smell of cocaine? Right. So is How that... How do you smell cocaine without doing cocaine, though? That's the that's the age-old oh. question. Oh, right. I wasn't doing it. I was just smelling it. Well, how did you smell it? Well, I had to snort it up my nose in order to smell it, of course. <laughs> How else do you want me to... I can't get a good... I think it's a plausible defense. Yeah. I was smelling it. can I compare whether it smells like a dollar bill? I'm trying to do a whole experiment here and then yeah oh what came first the cocaine or the dollar bill is what you're saying that's what i yeah <laughs> that's what i was <laughs> wanting to talk about <laughs> if I could. like because i was thinking like i don't know like does money smell bad or like or does it smell good because people like associate good things with like having money like the way like oh. i think like new car smell like i don't like it but like i feel like i've heard that people are super into that yeah. It's like, but I wonder if it's just like, it's like the smell is associated with like the like capitalist, like hooray moment that like right. the brain is happening. I think it's similar to uh, 
to the white shoe problem of 2021 <laughs> where it's right. It's just been forced upon it, thrust upon us, foisted upon us. Um, none of those probably. I think all. All. Okay, good. Don't doubt yourself, me. All right. Um, and then we're just left to have the one opinion that is available on it. You know what I mean? Like new cars smell good. Bulky white shoes are good after some, there was probably a long 10 year growing process with a uh, new car smell. It probably smelled terribly. Um, yeah. How do we get that phenomenon applied to stuff that actually smells badly? Like, you know, the rebranding of, uh, of dog poop, for example. Yeah. Okay. We, the long process happened and now we all think it smells good. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I grew up around horses and like whenever I'm like near a barn, like it smells good to me, oh, but it's like, mm. it's just like, but it, I think it's like connected to just like, Oh, I love this. Like I'm in an environment I like. So like the smell has like morphed into something good as opposed to like, it's, it's horse crap. Yes. I think, right. I think certain like chlorine like stuffy smells and feels. I'm like, Oh, this reminds me of like, being at the pool as a kid. This doesn't technically smell good, but it's I'm having a positive reaction to it. Right. Yeah. And then there's some stuff that like probably just like smells bad to most people, but like maybe smells good to you. Right. I feel like the the first example of that in life is um a child's secret that they like to smell gasoline. Mm. You know, they're like, "Oh, this can't be good, but boy, does this stuff smell good." And then they find out, you know, everybody's they're into huffing. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they find out everybody's in. But how good does that stuff smell? Gasoline is great, yeah. 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 Do not do it out there, though, uh, everybody. Yeah, that's not good. Are you that. not supposed to anymore? No, I think you are. I'm just, <laughs> I think you. I think it's still completely fine. No. Okay. <laughs> just to smell what it smells like, not to snort it up your nose. You know? Right, just... no. Right, but isn't that the same as, like, cocaine? Like, it's just like, are you smelling yeah. it or are you, are you in, ingesting it? I'm just right. trying to smell what it smells like. That's okay. the best way to say it. You know, <laughs> I'm over here just trying to smell what it smells like. I want to get the best smell I can of it possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys both like the smell of this, like the scent of gasoline. Big time. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm getting from this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, there's something, I think, I think it's a child's first drug is what gasoline is. Uh, Cause you're not really getting any high off of it, but you're just getting, the sense of uh, ingesting something. Yes, being stoned, not high. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the feeling of ingesting something and having any reaction at all. I think it's your, your gateway into that. Is that being getting faded? Is getting faded something in particular? That's, a, that's what accidentally happens to me every time I go to the wrong barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which Just is every time. Uh, yeah, my, my regular every time barbershop is the wrong barbershop. There's no discussion to be had. Uh, getting faded? I don't know. I feel like that's a, a, a young man's slang for just getting generally uh, fucked up, you know, drunk, okay. high, whatever. Yeah. I think, but I don't know. It sounds a little yeah, okay. like surf culture to me. Hmm. Ah, uh, yes. Getting faded, getting stoned and ripping some waves and uh, riding the barrel. Drink a glass of... Gasoline. Which brings us to a theme. Barrels. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, in case this is it. Thank you, Julia, for being on the podcast. What, what an honor. 
oh, well, thank you for having me. I just, you know, I was invited and felt like I should say yes. Y yes. Well, <laughs> there was a lot of pressure. So thank you for reading that correctly. No. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm honored. Yeah. A no would have been poorly received, I think. Yeah. 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 By me, at least. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thanks for doing it in spite of all of the uh, major uh, justified doubts that you undoubtedly had. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I figured I'd just show up and see what happens. I, I don't know. I, I like hanging out with you guys. So it, you're here. Yeah. Thank, thank you. I thought it turned out really well. Oh, well, I'm glad. You're part of it anyway. I think it was yeah. Yeah, you're, glaring issues out. with the rest of it. Yeah, we're going to cut out Tup and, Tup and me. That's a weird case of Tup and me being correct, but I, people always go I. Here's a picture of Tup and I. Wrong. Right. But every, like, people think they're uh, grammatically correct in that. And, uh, and that's where you sometimes just have to walk away and say, this isn't, this isn't my fight. Right. They're overcompensating for me and Tup being wrong yes boom well said yep you're only as uh old as you look in shorts <laughs> i think that's what? something worth that's the dog poop smells good of the podcast i think though let's just say the me's and i's however the hell you want to whatever sounds mm -hmm. more right that, that it, let's convince everybody that that is I, I would rather do that than the dog poop thing i think you're right Tub. i think we're to a point where Toss the grammar books out the window and say, because, uh, yeah, maybe what is there some like class and status in there, too, or something like, hey, as long as we can all communicate well enough with each other, let's not. I mean, I'm I'm I think I'm 10 years clean from correcting people's grammar. So that's that's uh, I just celebrated that anniversary. Oh, good. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, was kind of one of those situations where I, I showed up and I was like, oh, uh no party for this. Interesting. That's uh, kind of fucked up, you guys. But no. Uh, but yeah. It's been a Good. bad 10 years. It's been a bad 10 years. Yeah, I haven't enjoyed my life once. I've just been biting my tongue every two seconds. Um, and I make mistakes myself. And the, yeah, the theme of we can all communicate and um, would one world language uh, solve our problems? Maybe cutting out the grammar snobbery is one step closer to doing that. And, uh, you know, uh, may we all drink from the fountain of youth and uh, live live on our lives as, as peaceful uh, humans, huh? Couldn't have said it myself. <laughs> Couldn't have said it myself. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> we'll go with a maybe. I, I just, I don't know. It's borderline colonialism but like oh I'm gonna give it to you. shoot no colonialism that's the problem with indiana yeah. jones <laughs> that know. and that it sucks as a movie no, no. it does not <laughs> yeah. it's a great movie great score like this is a heroic i mean i don't know we just watched it recently and i it there are parts that don't really hold up because of you know colonialism we've all decided now is bad but yeah i uh i would argue that like the story and the, the just like the themes it's it's like this nerd right. is out there riding horses across the desert and saving the day against the nazis right 
everybody likes it but you. Right. What's what's so bad about colonialism after all, huh? No. Is what you're saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Mm, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Julia's taking the top approach by the end of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what?